From WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University, this is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. This hour, we bring you the music of one of Rockford's own golden boys, Miles Nielsen. Miles and his band, The Rusted Hearts, have been playing together for the better part of a decade, with a couple of changes to the lineup along the way. They have a new album coming out this fall entitled Obahoy. We'll hear part of a performance Miles and the Rusted Hearts gave at Prairie Street Brewing Company earlier this summer. We'll also hear a couple of duets from Miles and his partner Kelly Stewart that they gave live here in Studio A. And of course, we talked with Miles and Kelly while they were here in studio, and we'll hear about a whole bunch of new music coming out. Lots to get to this hour. Stick around. It's Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts and Kelly Stewart this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. It's the music of Miles Nielsen this hour. We'll hear music from a performance with his band, The Rusted Hearts, from a show they played earlier this summer at the Prairie Street Brewhouse. And we'll also hear some duets live here in Studio A that he did with Kelly Stewart. We'll talk with Miles and Kelly in just a bit as well, but let's start out with some music. Here's Miles and the Rusted Hearts live at Prairie Street Brewing Company performing Is This Life on Sessions from Studio A.
Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts at Prairie Street Brewing Company performing Is This Life here on Sessions from Studio A. And we've got Miles in the studio along with the lovely Kelly Stewart. Would you two care to introduce yourself? I'm Miles Nielsen and um, part of Miles Nielsen, the Rusted Hearts. And also uh, my project with Kelly Stewart is called Weepin' Willow. So that's me in a nutshell. My bio consists of uh, I like dogs. I like um, I like gambling, mostly the Wonder Woman slot, because Kelly looks sort of like Wonder Woman, so it, it's fairly arousing. And uh, that's it. Okay, we're getting all the inside scoop yeah. here today. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just going right to it. <laughs> uh, Kelly, you no want hold, no holding back. I'm Kelly Stewart, and um, I have uh, I play as Kelly Stewart, but I also have a band called The Restless Kind, and uh, also a side project with Miles called Weep and Willow. Um, I also like dogs. We have two dogs, and they're fantastic. They're like our kids together. <laughs> our kids together. Yes. When they're bad, they're Kelly's kids. Yes. <laughs> when, like when ZZ poops in the music room. Ooh. He's my kid. That's yeah. a no-no. That's yeah. her kid. Figures. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Miles, give us kind of the 30,000-foot view, your bio, your musical history. Yeah, so Miles Nielsen, uh, I started, well, it was sort of an odd circumstance. I found myself with a little time off from a project that I was working on and decided that I was going to just start recording some songs as sort of a solo record, if you will, and that was in 2009. And we ended up having just really good success with people saying that they want to play on the record. You know, people that I thought, well, I'm going to call Mark Ford from the Black Crows, you know, at the time and and... I didn't expect him to say yes, you know. I, I reached out to Danny Lewis from Government Mule, and I, again, didn't expect him to say yes, and he said yeah. So next thing you know, it's like, well, we're, we're actually making a record here. That came out in 2009. That, it's a self-titled record just called Miles. And, uh, and then, you know, we ended up putting a band together based around, it was just Dan, Dan McMahon and I, you know. Daniel James McMahon and I were like, well, we should probably have a record release for our record, you know, that we weren't intending to make. And uh, so we went down that, that hole and then found out that we put a band together. And then based on that, for the next two years, we sort of fine-tuned that band, if you will. And then it was the same five guys, you know. So I wanted, in, instead of showing up places and it was like, Miles Nielsen and friends, Miles Nielsen and guests, Miles Nielsen and band. I was like, we need to name this band. So in 2011, we put out a record called Presents the Rusted Hearts. And um, that was sort of solidifying, you know, this is a band. It's not just a bunch of guys that are showing up as hired guns. You know, you never know who you're getting. The same five guys were showing up all the time. It was the same band. So always being a fan of someone like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, I was like, well, what about Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts? You know, so that that's how that formed. And then from 2011 to about 2015, <laughs> we just played a bunch of shows. You know, we just, we fine-tuned the, the band as a live band. And uh, you know, we found ourselves stretching out into jam territory, you know, and just taking these songs and stretching them. And, you know, we, we've, we've played everywhere. You know, we've played, you know, people's basements to the BMO Center, you know, to, to the Sylvie in Madison recently, to Codfish Hollow, to, you know, going on a, a strictly house concert tour, 
you know, we'll, we'll play just about anywhere. You know, we've played an 80th birthday party. This guy wanted to hire our band to play his 80th birthday party. The only request he had was, you have to do When the Saints Go Marching In With Me. And I was like, well, it's perfect because Adam plays clarinet, you know, and it was like the funniest. He printed out lyric sheets for us, and, you know, we rolled in. And we was like, okay. We've pretty much done it all at this point, you know. So, uh, and then 2016, we released a record called Heavy Metal, and that sort of had a little bit more success than we were thinking it would. And it, it found, you know, we found our way over to Europe on that record. Uh, we toured the States like two times over on that record, which caused us to wait two years before making another record. So we have a new record that comes out October 4th called Obahoy. And uh, that is... Uh, a, a long culmination of just being on the road and realizing that I haven't written any songs and we need to get back in the studio and put out a new record. And it was sort of a, a, a conscious effort between me and Dwayne Lundy, who's the producer, that we wanted to, instead of making a serious record for the times, we wanted to go the opposite direction. We wanted to leave people with something that was fun. We wanted people to smile about music. So our intention was to just create something that that's fun. That's a fun record. And I think for us, we achieved we achieved that, and uh, so we're excited because I mean, when you think about, I think our catalog currently is 60, 60 some songs of original songs from the first three full lengths, a couple EPs, a live record. We have sixty some songs to choose from, and now we're putting out another record, and there's eleven tracks on that record. So we're like, we're gonna be staring down like a seventy five song, you know, catalog. How do you decide how to play a 60-minute to a 75-minute set? So we're like, we're, we're excited about the future of playing these shows with the new record coming out. And that's, you know, that's kind of where we're at current day. And we play 100 and some shows a year. And, you know, we're going back over to Europe in November uh, based on this record, on the new record, Obahoy. And um, I don't think we're slowing down. So, I mean, it's kind of a fun feeling to know that, you know, the crowds are getting bigger, uh, the fan base is getting stronger, um, the band's getting better, same five guys for six and a half years now, and uh, we're just, I feel like we're kind of just getting started in a, in a weird way, which seems, you know, probably crazy to some people. They're like, well, aren't you tired? And I'm like, well, yeah, but aren't you tired? Aren't we all tired? You know, but that's, that's why we do what we do, you know. At the end of the, your life, you're probably exhausted. Yeah, you're just, it's just learning to live with the tired, right? Yeah. 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 Well, and you're, you know, you're going to be on this show, so be prepared for, you know. Right. Just yeah. Just like straight yeah. to the top. This is absolutely going to catapult things. <laughs> um, now, of course, for anyone that's, uh, you know, might be living under a rock in our listening area, um, you're, of course, part of a musical bloodline, a bit of musical Rockford royalty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always get referred to as Cheap Tricks Kid, and lately I've been, you know, saying I'm a feat of science. I was born of four men, you know. It's a little more fun to make a joke about it, you know. I, I, I used to be sensitive about it, you know, in, in my younger years, because, you know, I wanted to stand on my own, and this is my sure. thing, and whatever. And it's like, you know, as I've gotten older, it's just, it's, it's nothing that I shy away from. I mean, it's like I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the, the Cheap Trick connection. I'm proud of my dad for, you know, I mean, writing some of the greatest pop songs that I that I think exist um just so happens he was from Rockford Illinois just so happens you know he got together with my mom and they they made some kids and and I'm one of them um so I, I mean it's just a, it's a fortunate thing uh you know I feel like in a weird 
genealogy, how it's passed on, like how does how does this work? Like inside of your gene, there's a musical creation that that exists in there that like it passed because my my great grandfather was a musician, my grandfather's musician, my dad's musician. I'm a musician now. I see my children, you know, musically talented. I'm like, how does this work? You know, so it's, it's fascinating to me. But uh, you know, they say talent skips a generation, so. Maybe it's just hard work that I put into it, you know, so, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of cheap trick and yeah, I mean, that's my blood. So let's roll with it. Well, just a few minutes ago, we heard you and your band, the Rusted Hearts, you guys were performing a song uh, live at Prairie Street Brewing House. Uh, tell us a little bit about that performance that evening, which was just uh, earlier this summer. Prairie Street, I think to me is one of the most crucial spots in Rockford that has been revitalized that sort of I, I consider it almost like the heart of our city it's a huge complex they have a lot going on they started as a small you know they started with the small bar making beer all right we're going to expand we're going to do this event space from the event space we're going to do another bar from there we're going to create this thing called dinner on the dock you know we have this dock and we're going to bring bands in there's going to be hundreds of people that show up to this on Thursday nights and that's where you find us here and unfortunately for us weather sometimes plays havoc on the outdoor shows and sometimes when we play Prairie Street that's happened so we moved indoors and uh, it's kind of neat because we got to play inside of the sort of the the entryway four years sort of connecting the midsection of the whole building and it's got great high ceilings and uh, I feel like that's one of the best sounding rooms in the in the entire complex. And uh, I don't know, it's a great crowd. All of a sudden, you walk in, the band's right there as you walk in the door, and people are a little like you, people people are scared. You know, they're like, "Oh, well, I didn't realize there'd be a band like right here." Oh no, look at all these people looking at me now. You know, so it was kind of a fun thing. And then to have guests like my dad and my brother Dax showing up, and uh, we had some buddies, the Strange Americans, show up and play on our gear. They're from Denver. It just turned out to be a really fun, kind of a little magical little little day there on that Thursday. And then you being there, you know, <laughs> recording the show. Yes. I mean, oh. it's always good to have you there. <laughs> I feel like we're doing something more professional when you're around. Uh, I don't know. Uh, wow. <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah. We'll hear some more of that performance at Prairie Street Brewing House, and we'll also hear some duets from Miles and Kelly Stewart that they did live here in Studio A. You can see behind-the-scenes video from each of those performances in the show archives. That's at WNIJ.org. We're hearing the music of Miles Nielsen, both Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts, his band, and also we'll get to some duets with Miles and Kelly Stewart that they did live here in Studio A. We'll get to that a little later this hour. We're going to hear another one from that performance at Prairie Street Brewing Company earlier this summer. Here's Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts performing Kentucky on Sessions from Studio A. Kentucky, oh, why do you want me? Why do I lay at your feet? Well, you know I am easy and poor is for whiskey. Rest me and put me to sleep. 
Well, Kentucky, Kentucky, you make it so easy. Kentucky, you're killing me. Well, now smoking is sexy and cigarettes on me. Sweet little southern dreams. Well, the ashtrays are smiling as I try to fill them. And the cheating wins every time. Well, Kentucky, Kentucky, you make it so easy. Kentucky, you're killing me. Dear Kentucky, you're killing me. Well, now what were you after? Now I'm a disaster. Who needs looking after? Let's hang from the rafters and sing. Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts at Prairie Street Brewing Company. That was earlier this summer, and they were performing the song Kentucky. We've got Miles and Kelly Stewart in the studio here talking with them a little bit. Now, we just heard from the band. We'll get to some duets with Miles and Kelly in a bit. But let's talk about the band, the Rusted Hearts. Miles, tell us a little bit about, kind of give us an intro to the to the band members and not only what they play, but also kind of the general energy they contribute to the band. So we'll start with uh, with Dave on on bass, uh, Fast Dave we call him, Fast Dave McClellan. Um, it, his name's Fast Dave uh, because he showed up to the first rehearsal with track pants on, <laughs> and that sort of stuck, you know. Um, and um, it was funny with Dave. I honestly, uh, Andy, our bass player at the time, was getting a promotion at work and called me and said, "Hey, I, I've got. I'm putting in my." my two weeks and I have to take this job for my family. And I was like, of course, you know, it's, we went and had lunch and he talked about it. And I said, well, all right, I need to find a bass player. And I had been working with cheap trick on the dream police record. Uh, they were doing um, the, they were doing some shows up in uh, Milwaukee at the Northern lights theater at the casino up there. And they had a full orchestra and everything. Well, there was three background singers that were hired to do the harmonies. And Dave was one of them. And he came out to see our band. We played in this little club up there in the casino. And he came out to see it. And he's like, man, I really like your band. You know, all right, cool. I, you know, here's this, thanks. You know, here's, here's the record. And he wrote me and said, hey, you know, if you're ever looking for a musician, you know, I, I, I play bass. Well, I said, wow, that's funny because what's your schedule like? Where do you live? He's like, well, I'm living in San Diego, but I'm about to break up with my girlfriend. So I'm kind of free to do whatever. Literally two weeks later, he was driving to Rockford in his car from San Diego with his one bass, his bass amp, and like his clothes. 
I'd never heard him play bass before, and he's joining our band. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, I I went on just the the hang, you know, like, well, Dave's a great hang. He's a great background singer. I bet he can play bass, all right. You know, let's get him in the band. So never even heard him play bass until he showed up and we had our first rehearsal. I was like, well, thankfully I I was I was correct on that one. Yeah. <laughs> he can play the bass. Woo. All right. So that's Dave, and Dave brings like so many great things he's so musical he's he's so good with like the choral arrangements he's he was you know he's spent a bunch of time in choirs and spent a bunch of time working on you know vocal arrangements and he's a great bass player i mean dave's just a, a super likable guy you know where you're like you need that guy he's always positive like you can be like hey man um, promoter wants us to drive 22 hours uh, after the show tomorrow and we're going to be live on the radio at uh, you know midnight and he's like all right that sounds great i'm like are you crazy he'll he's up for whatever you just you know? try to keep come up coming up with like yeah like how can we hurt ourselves scenarios like we're going to drive 27 straight hours to this festival in mexico that sounds great i'm in you know it's like it, it's unbelievable he's super positive and then uh our drummer jeff uh jeff workle He's from Stillman Valley. He's, I've played in blues bands th- through years and some, some different kind of jam bands throughout the, you know, the, the region. And when Mickey was you know, getting ready to leave the band, um, Jeff filled in for him on a tour. And I have never laughed harder. Like, Jeff just makes you laugh. I mean, he's like got the most quirks of anybody possible. He shows up, you know, like so overprepared. He's got like four different suitcases. You know, he's like, well, just in case, you know, we run into this scenario, I've got this suitcase. And if, you know, and then I brought these uh, tarps in case it rains <laughs> to cover all the gear. And I'm like, wow, all right. I, that's great. I'm glad you're very thorough. But Jeff, you know, has just, I mean, he, he I, I always say like Jeff's the reason that the band's still together because without laughing, it was it was getting you know so Andy's leaving on bass Mickey's leaving on drums like are we really going to keep this thing together well then we find Jeff and we find Dave and it's like well that was so meant to be you know and so Jeff just brings this like super positive always prepared attitude to the band that's like if you want to laugh really hard just come in the van for a weekend and you'll just I mean you you'll you'll be amazed I've had friends do it and they're like that workle is something and I'm like oh yeah it's like a living thing that they you know, like. It's like his laugh is like it, it's living on its own, you know. So, and then we we move over to Adam, who Adam plays keys and horns and sings and percussion. And Adam is the guy like is the multi instrumentalist that every band wants. You know, it's like, what do you mean you have a keyboard player that plays horns and sings and plays percussion? And 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 Adam also is like Mister Prepared. You know, I bet Adam has the whole record already learned, you know, like all the patches figured out on his keyboards, you know, and that's the kind of guy you want, you know, where you're like, you need that guy. And he's like, well, I was thinking I have this. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you were thinking about that because <laughs> I'm not even there yet, you know. And uh, I mean, he brings like a, a really good focus to the band that, uh, you know, he's up for any, he's up for trying to play seven things at once, which is always good, you know. Um and then Dan. So Dan and I uh, have been playing in a band together since 2006. Uh, we were playing with Corey Chisel and the Wandering Sons. Uh, we were part of the Wandering Sons. And that project uh, 
you know, was signed and picked up. Uh, Corey was actually signed and picked up by RCA Records. And that's sort of where Dan and I found ourselves, you know, like in the in the lost, you know, I guess in the upside down, if you're a Stranger Things fan. We were like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is different. We, we thought we were all going to go together, and, and it didn't turn out that way, you know, which was like a weird thing, but also sort of a, a nice blessing in disguise. Of we found ourselves like, all right, well, we have to work even harder now to get this project up and going. And, um, you know, Dan's really talented as far as uh, music ability, also technolo- uh, technologically, he's, he's really good with things. So he's sort of the, the Swiss Army knife that, that I, as MacGyver, need to have, you know. And um, we just have a good relationship, you know. It's one of those things where I'll text him something late at night and he's usually awake. So it's like, hey, yeah, that sounds great. We should do that. Let's, you know, let's put it into motion. And we're not two people that sit around and talk about things for too long. We just get kind of get to it and get it done. So that relationship's really good. I mean, you can't really do this thing. I don't feel like you can. You can't do this thing by yourself. You know, you have to have a lot of people behind you, and to have an, another person that is equally as driven and you know, musically super talented, it, it makes things you know fun because we can execute uh, things that we have in our brains, and that makes things really exciting. Dan's all about you know wanting to match my phrasing as far as harmonies go, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're a guitar player." He like sings like an angel, and you know, and plays like you know, plays like an animal. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, he really does." I I, I take it for granted sometimes because I'm on the stage side of things. I don't get to see how it's presented. So you know, I would all, I always say I would love to go see my band from an objective like outsider perspective because I just I wonder what if I would be moved, you know. And then as your band progresses, like there are times where you can at least sort of get outside of your body and just listen to your band and be moved. And when you're moving yourself inside of your own band, that's a good feeling, you know. And I don't feel like we achieved that up until the last, like, I'd say last year and a half. We've really gotten to a place where we know when we're hitting, you know. We know when we're playing and and hitting on all cylinders. And it's like, if we can be that good, we can be better than that. You know, so let's just be better. So we're just trying to be a good band, you know, like and I think today in today's world, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I got all these Nashville cats, you know, playing on my playing on my stuff. And I hired these guys to go out on the road. I was like, you cannot fake being in a band, though. You know, every night, like, I mean, we've had divorces. We've had, you know, children born. We've had weddings. We've had breakups. We've had, you know, a, a lot of different things that are are you know character shaping you just can't that stuff seeps into your songs you know that seeps into you on stage that seeps into you know there's a there's a fight amongst you you know and you you get really angry and you know you throw a full loaded beer can at someone's face and you're glad that it didn't hit them but you were trying to hit them you know those kind of things have happened and that's why we're a band you know it's like and we are a band like we travel around the country as these five guys you know we have a couple crew guys but Everywhere we go, man, it's the same people. And we show up and we have a thing that we want to do. And that's really special. You know, I, I feel like we're lucky. You know, we have, we have a, a band, you know, which is like kind of rare these days. And people have, have like fans are, are in because they really have bought into the characters of our band. You know, they're like, 
oh, what's up, work dog? You know, like you see people out at shows and they're like so into the characters of our band. I mean, people make t-shirts for separate members of the band. And, you know, it was like wear Dan's face on their shirt, you know, and like they make stickers that say the Dark Lord synthesizer, you know, and give it to him so he can cover up the Nord thing and put it on. So if you see Adam's keyboards, it says Dark Lord synthesizers, you know, it's like, because Adam's nickname's the Dark Lord. I did not mention that until just now. But yeah, I mean, I can get long-winded about our band because there's just so much there. But we've we've played so many shows, we've traveled so many miles. I mean, we're it's just it's kind of overwhelming if you think about it. That is really special though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's 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 excellent. I talk to people and they're like, "I can't believe you're you have the same guys." I'm like, "Well, number one, the check's clear, <laughs> which helps. But it is, man. You know, it's yeah. I think it's a mutual respect thing, which, you know, it's I'm I always try to reach out and just let them know how much I appreciate them going to, you know, to battle, if you will, with for me and with me, with my songs and believing in what I'm doing as much as I believe in what they're doing. You know, so it's it's a pretty it's it's like I I relate it to sports a lot. You know, I'm like, it's like a sports team. And we, we're, you know, we have to go play together. And if one guy is not into it, you're going to notice. So we're lucky that we have five guys that are into it every night and able to help keep each other in, in check and uh, for the most part yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's just some wild you know don't don't come see us in mexico and expect us to be well behaved because we won't be <laughs> well we'll hear another song from that prairie street brew house performance by miles nielsen and the rusted hearts and we've still got some live in studio duets from miles and kelly stewart to come this hour stick around as sessions from studio a continues Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the music of Miles Nielsen this hour, and we're going to hear another one from that performance at Prairie Street Brewing Company. This is Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts with Honey Bee on Sessions from Studio A. Well, you were sweet, you were sweet like a honeybee Sat on the tree Hands up, hands up, get on your feet have you this dance? Just give me your hands. And then you walk all on to a blue way. And then you walk all on to a blue way. Blue way. Oh, you were sweet, you were sweet like a Halloween. Trickle your tree Hands up, hands up Surrender to me And have you this dance Just give me a chance And then you walk all out to me
back the melody She sang sweet to me Hands up, hands up, get on your feet And have you this dance Just give me a chance Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts performing Honey Bee live at Prairie Street Brewing Company in a performance they had earlier this summer. We've got Miles and Kelly Stewart in the studio now. And let's shift gears. So we talked about the Rusted Hearts, uh, that project. Let's talk about your partnership with Kelly. So Kelly Stewart and I met back in 2009 or 2008, uh, 2008 when I was working on the Miles record I was also working with her on an EP called Long Long Road and she had asked to me to help her sort of uh, structure her songs and get her songs to a place of you know we want to record these things and I was like well as a producer I should be involved in that process and let's figure it out and she had some songs and I said well I have this one song that I've kind of written but I think it would be great if, if you did it and it was a song called Lost My Mind. It ended up going on my record and her record. And uh, that was sort of the beginning. It was actually going to be a duet. Yeah. And we couldn't <laughs> sing together. We it just sound good together. We just didn't sound, we just didn't know how to, you know, there was like this awkwardness that we just couldn't get past. So ends up being one of them is on my record. One of them is on her record. Oh, but wow. Completely different and not a duet on either one because we just, we just didn't have it. And uh, then we progressed, and I think because we sort of ended up really liking each other in the in that sense, uh, much more like from an actual romantic standpoint, then we developed uh, a charisma and a I don't know yeah. we we could sing a duet now, yeah. you know. And well, we, and yeah. we have a project called Weep and Willow, which is basically all duets. And we write them together, and we basically sing duets in every song that we have, which is kind of funny, because in 2009, we couldn't sing together to save our lives. And then fast forward to 2017, when that EP came out, the Weeping Willow EP came out, it's all duets. So it was like, yeah, well. It's like birds learning to fly together, you know? They're that's just, adorable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like birds learning to fly together. I yeah. like that, yeah. <clears throat> I wish I could fly. 
Well, so do I. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us about this first song we're going to hear you do live in studio. This is a festival. Yeah, uh, that's actually a song off the first record, and it was the act- the last song that we tracked on the first record, but it ended up being the first song on the record. Um, and that was a song that I actually had written with Kelly sort of standing there watching me write it in the old studio when we were working on her stuff. I just said, hey, I'm working on this new song. And she's always been a really great, like, guidance point for me when I'm, like, struggling through a song. She'll be like, well, what if you did this? And, and like, literally that song, I mean, her saying, well, what if you did this? And, like, wrote itself in, like, 15 minutes, you know. I was like, oh, wow, all right. Well, that's done. Thank you. Well, Thank you for being here. the first time I realized, like, oh, we actually work well together on a writing standpoint, too. Yeah, and also, you know, from from sort of a muse standpoint, you know, I was like, well, I couldn't tell her that I was attracted to her yet. You know, I, I needed to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's cool, man. You know, she's a cool girl, you know, she's a good singer. I'm really attracted to her. Cool, can't tell her. You know, got to play coy over here, but I'm like, you know, using that sort of <laughs> muse standpoint with that. All right, this is Miles Nielsen and Kelly Stewart performing a festival live in Studio A. I'm taking you out Off of my shoulders again I'm taking you out off of my shoulders again Well, I will take you for a ride Like a 14-hour drive Well, I will take you for a time Like a 14-year-old high Taking you off Off of my shoulders again Taking you off Off of my shoulders again Well I will sit and wait forever In the rain for days I hope it doesn't take forever to see your face The way that your hair falls in your face well, I'd really like to see you You could be half the world away I would sleep in your shadow I'm taking you off Off of my shoulders again Miles Nielsen and Kelly Stewart performing a festival live in Studio A. And let's talk about this next one. This next one is called Over the Moon. 
the last song that we tracked is actually one of the songs off the Weeping Willow EP. It's a song called Over the Moon. And that song was written together, and I feel like that was sort of the Kickstarter of of that project is because we realized like, wow, that's a really it's a really pretty duet. And, you know, we've since had people that uh, have used that song to get married. Um, we've played it at an engagement recently. A friend of ours like said, can you please show up in Crystal Lake, Illinois at this tattoo shop and surprise my hope to be fiance singing this song live? And I'm like, wow, it's kind of what an honor that, you know, it's like, so we showed up and she was in the tattoo chair and she thought she was coming out to look at the tattoo in the mirror in the lobby and show her her now fiance and we were standing there and we went into the song and he got down on one knee and you know it's like I don't know those things it's like tears. you know you don't really expect like yeah <laughs> Kelly was definitely in tears I, I I was not but I have to you know be the the rock the the willow and she's the weep. But yeah, you know, I was like, I mean, you know, when you're writing a song, you don't ever expect it to be something that someone else really holds dear to their heart, you know, and it's like they, they want it to be part of their special day, part of their special memories, part of their, you know, their, their, when they tell these stories for the rest of hopefully their happy life together, you know, like they reference yeah. our song. Well, you know, that's it's like, like the best part of writing music is when you, that's the whole thing is to touch people's souls, you know, like. To move them, yeah. and when you do, that's to us like, wow, that's incredible. That's exactly what we want to achieve. Yeah, I mean, to full disclosure, you almost had me in tears in the studio there. Oh, I, mean, it's, <laughs> I love that song. I yeah. mean, I've heard you guys do it before, yeah. and yeah, that's. Yeah, we're just trying to get uh, we're just trying to get onto the the new batch of songs. We've recorded four more, and you know, we just based on her putting out a new record, me a new record. You know, getting kids, you know, in in and out of high school and, and middle school, it's like we haven't had a whole lot of time to really focus on the tracks that we've laid down, but we're getting close and, we're, you know, we've got, everything's tracked. We just, we, we kind of listened back to it the other day and we're like, I think we can do better vocally, you know, so we're going to go back in and retract some vocal stuff and then hopefully put that out this year as well. So yeah. that'll probably realistically come out in, in 2020, just after the, you know, the new year, but. We'll have a new EP out for Weep and Willow this year, which is exciting too. Yeah. Two full length records, you know, collectively, and then a, another EP. So that's awesome. Staying busy. All right, let's hear the song. This is Miles Nielsen and Kelly Stewart performing Over the Moon here on Sessions from Studio A. If you hold me tonight, I'll be so true. But if you leave me tonight Will I paint it blue But if you tell me you're mine I'm over the moon I'm over the moon I'm over the Draw me a line 
I'm over the moon. I'm over the Nielsen and Kelly Stewart, also known as Weep and Willow, with Over the Moon, performed live right here in Studio A. Now, we're going to close the show out with their closing tune from that performance at Prairie Street Brewing in Rockford. And, uh, Miles, uh, this is going to be a familiar one for some folks, and you guys reworked this. Uh, Tell us about this last song we're going to hear. Yeah, you know, we've been doing Surrender for a couple years now, like in more of a ballad form. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's funny how many people, they pass over the lyrics because it just, you know, it feels good when it's a rock and roll song. But as we do it as a ballad, people are like, you know, I've never realized how great the lyrics to that song are. I'm like, yeah, it stand out to me, you know, like, I mean, when I woke up, mom and dad were rolling on the couch, rolling numbers, rock and rolling, got my Kiss records out. I mean, that's meant to be heard, you know, and I love the imagery of it, but especially because I, I do feel like it's a... Uh, a song about my grandparents, you know, it's like, <laughs> and if you knew them, they were just two crazy people, you know, they were choir directors, you know, both at separate churches and they just worked. I mean, we would literally drop Thanksgiving dinner off into their mailbox, you know, because they were just at church working and they, and then come to find out later it was because they were hoarders and their house was absolutely <laughs> horrible. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you don't want us to drop it off to the door because we might look in and see like you have a pathway to your toilet and a pathway to your bed and to the fridge and that's it. Oh, yeah. But that's a gene I'm, I'm thankful that didn't it sort of passed on, but Kelly's curbing me of that. Yeah. Miles Piles. That's what oh. I call them. Oh. I know. I'm getting better. I'm throwing things away. I'm purging. Uh, nice. That's great. It's Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts live at the Prairie Street Brew House on Sessions from Studio A. Mom told me, yeah, she told me, yeah, me girls like.
like you She also told me stay Just the other day I heard some soldiers falling out Some Indonesian junk is going round Mommy's alright, Daddy's alright Just seem a little weird Surrender, surrender don't give yourself away hey. 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 And Father says your mother's right She's really up on things Before we married Mommy served in the wax in the Philippines and I heard the wax recruited all mates for the war. Well, mommy is in one of those. I've known her all these years. Mommy's alright, daddy's alright. Just seem a little weird. Surrender, surrender. Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts performing at the Prairie Street Brewing Company in Rockford. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly and Spencer Tritt. And special thanks to our intern, Max Burris, for helping with the production for this week's show. Check out behind-the-scenes video in the show archives at WNIJ.org. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. You'll find us at Sessions WNIJ. And you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And, of course, we are always looking for the next artist to feature on the show. Send your submissions and suggestions to sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, I'm Carl Nelson. This is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening.